the wrestling podcast about nothing is brought to you by bda radio bda radio doesn't break news they break the news with their wild commentary regarding mma and wrestling head on over to bdaradio.com and check out all of the latest news on the ufc bellator wwe and much more they are proud to be the voice of fans because they are fans themselves bdaradio.com I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. Wrestling fans, there are millions and millions of podcasts out there, but there's nothing like this one. Do you ever just get down on your knees and thank God that you know me and have access to my dimension? This is the wrestling podcast about nothing. Nothing? Nothing. Welcome to episode 23 of the BDA Radio exclusive edition of the wrestling podcast about nothing on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. I am longtime pro wrestling referee Mike Crockett, and I'm joined, as always, by independent wrestling veteran, the kingpin, Brian Malonis. Hello. Hello, Michael. How are you tonight? I'm well. How are you? Or today, if people listen to this uh, on India <laughs> morning hours. I'm good. I'm doing well as well. Uh, you are gearing up, pal. It's only a couple days. If you're listening to this, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday. I got a busy week coming up, Mike. Yes. Uh, well, I guess by the time this airs, the show will have already happened, but I got a show Wednesday night. I have some obligations on Thursday night. Uh, I'll be in attendance for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view on Friday night, and I will again be with Ring of Honor for an international TV taping on Saturday. This is going to be a hellacious uh, week or so here, but it's very exciting. Big week for the Kingpin, as he mentioned. Friday night, it's pay-per-view, Ring of Honor, best in the world. You can get that on traditional pay-per-view, or you can head over to Lowell. If you're in the Massachusetts, New England area, head to Lowell, Massachusetts, the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Friday night, 9 p.m. is the show. And yes, Saturday is the big day for our pal, the Kingpin. He will be on the card this Saturday, international television taping for Ring of Honor, the same building, Lowell, Massachusetts, the Lowell Memorial Auditorium, 6 p.m. bell time for that. And I will be there as well, Brian. Good deal. And you'll be there Friday night as well? Uh, That we're working on. Uh, <laughs> that we're gonna have to figure out. I, I'm gonna have to get there, right? If we're gonna, oh boy! If we're gonna possibly talk about this on Monday, I probably have to. Uh, Are you gonna be allowed to go? You gonna be allowed? <laughs> Jesus! We'll, we'll see what's we'll see what's going on. We'll see what's going yeah, on. I, I can't I can't wait for the complete and utter just dropping of the subject, not to be mentioned again. Then I'll ask you Friday, and I'll be uh yeah, probably not gonna make it. That's the Mike Crockett, Tarzan Taylor, Brian Fury, Scotty Slade, Julian Starr special. Wow. Run <laughs> through the gamut there. Yeah, I'll have the same MO when, you, when you're not going to be in attendance for something. Well, the, were, <laughs> were they all saying they were going to go to Ring of Honor on Saturday? Oh, no, just in general. When, oh, okay. Whenever there's something that doesn't, doesn't have to be necessarily a wrestling show, and there's even a chance that you might not be there, it's, the subject is completely ignored. And then the day of, oh, hey, sorry, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> well, let's talk about Saturday, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Saturday. I want to know, Mike, who's leaving uh, Friday night as the Ring of Honor world champion? 
Is it Christopher Daniels? Is it Cody? We'll have is, to is, is a Rhodes going to be a world champion for the first time in some 30-ish years? I don't know. That's very interesting. And he's also getting a title shot for the IWGP heavyweight title when they come to Long Beach. Uh, New Japan comes to Long Beach next month. So uh could be a very big uh, 30 or so days for Mr. The, well, the former Mr. Rhodes. Funny, Mike. I remember uh, we recorded a podcast and then had to re-record a podcast when Cody Rhodes got released <laughs> and then uh-huh. here we here we are now and and he's probably the biggest star in the world not contracted by wwe fair statement i think so yeah especially since uh wwe seems to be uh picking a bunch of people that are on the indies up uh, as you saw mike bennett now a member of the wwe smackdown no, no, roster. No, no. Mike, mike bennett is not a part of the smackdown roster oh i'm sorry i'm sorry he changed <laughs> his name he changed his name Took her name. <laughs> Mike Canellis, yes, along with Maria, of course. JBL with the uh, the line of the night. <laughs> Just the complete bewilderment on his face. He took her name. <laughs> yes. It made me laugh. So, yes. Uh, so, back to Ring of Honor. And Cody Rhodes, of course, as you said, is going to be there Friday. I'm sure he'll be there Saturday as well. And you will be there. And I will be there. And we're going to have a little get-together for the wrestling podcast about nothing. I know Steven's going to be there. I think John Morse as well, my best friend. It looks like I'm going to meet him for the first time on Saturday. And stay tuned to the WPAN on Twitter. And I will probably tweet during the day saying where I'm going to be. And, uh, you know, we can meet up and watch the show, hang out, hold up the signs, get the attention for the WPAN (laughs) at the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. So it's happening this Saturday night. Please, everybody come on out, support the Kingpin, support our friend Brian Malonis as he uh, ventures once again into a Ring of Honor ring Saturday night in Lowell. Also, why don't you guys rate and review this podcast? It's been a little while since we had any reviews on iTunes or Apple Podcasts as they're now trying to get us to call it. So uh, rate, a five-star review would be wonderful, and uh, we appreciate that very much and we will reward you for that five-star review by giving you a great podcast each and every week like this podcast coming up we've got merv griffin time where we get your thoughts and answer your questions plus one more amazing amazing laugh you have to stay tuned for this one it will be immortalized in our heel laugh hall of fame But first, Brian, we are back to discussing a different topic each week voted on by our listeners and followers at the WPAN on Twitter. Of course, they put up four topics, and they voted for a winner. And Brian, I've kind of noticed a trend the past three weeks. You know, we do a lot of best and worst kind of stuff. I try to even it out and put a couple of best, a couple of worst most times. And the past three weeks, it's all been the worst of. Your negativity has worn, rubbed off on our <laughs> on our audience. <laughs> on, the, on the fan base. I, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, I might have to uh, take this into my own hands next week and do an all best of version of the uh, poll so we can get out of this kind of uh, veiled uh, negativity when it comes to our Thursday episodes here on BDA Radio. I just want to know, Mike, with uh, Big Brother starting up here, are we adding a third podcast a week? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I'll be pissed. <laughs> nice. Okay. Uh, so, yes, negative subjects, and uh, we're continuing the trend here 
this week with the worst wrestling movie. And Brian, before we went live here, you chastised me a little bit for this uh, topic. Yeah, well, because I hate that you put worst because, I, you know, I'm not saying I loved every pro wrestling movie I've ever seen, I guess, but I love most of them. <laughs> I mean, so the criteria here, I guess, is, uh, I don't know. There are some movies I love that I would never argue are, are good movies, but I like them. Yeah, you were a, a, an impressionable child <laughs> to when a lot of the uh, wrestling movies, when wrestling was huge and, you know, they were pushing these movies out there. You were young, you were impressionable, you had uh, no taste whatsoever, apparently. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so you enjoyed a lot of these movies. And I have to admit... No, no I, don't, I don't watch everything with a critical eye. I just, hey, is this entertaining? Yes, I like it. Oh, it's the only thing you don't watch with a critical eye. You watch me with a critical eye all day long. Well, turnabout is fair play. <laughs> so uh, I have to admit, on my end, you said uh, you know, most wrestling movies that you've seen, you enjoy. I have to admit, I haven't seen a ton of the wrestling movies. I haven't seen, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're going to bring up a couple of movies that uh, came out in the late 90s. And a certain movie that is uh, a certain place in your heart, I think, I never really <laughs> saw. <sighs> so I was at the age, Brian. I was. So let me hold on. Let me get this straight. Yes, you put this fucking category up, and you haven't even seen like many wrestling movies. What the fuck would possess you to do this then? Well, uh, you know, you you do things. <laughs> things happen. You put up four <laughs> topics. You don't think this one's going to win, but it wins. <laughs> I guess you also asked me, Brian. Uh, we're talking about the worst movies about wrestling. And you said, you know, this thing would blow wide open if we talked about the worst movies starring wrestlers, for example. Well, it would be a six-hour podcast. Yes. If we... and, uh... <laughs> Anything done by WWE Studios, you know, in the last 15 years. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I, I did an hour on the uh, main event podcast about one such terrible movie, Knucklehead. You can go check out our friends Big Bad Harmon and Johnny Fashion, the main event podcast. Probably a month ago at this point, I was on with them talking about Knucklehead starring the big show, a WWE film, of course, which was, uh, I don't know, it was not a fun time to sit through that movie. But it was, a fun, it was a fun podcast to listen to. We had a lot of fun talking about it, so check that out. But yeah, so we didn't delve into that section. That might be a future topic uh, worst movies starring wrestlers, but this is the worst movies about wrestling. Of course, Steven, as always, likes to check in with us at HHHGuy2004. He says, the worst wrestling movie, Nacho Libre. And I have to admit, I have not seen Nacho Libre. I, I have not either. It's funny, when when this worst list kind of came up here, and, and I already kind of mentioned it to you, the two that stuck out to me just, and I, they, I've never seen either one, and I've avoided them because they look absolutely dreadful, and that was uh, Nacho Libre, yep. which for a number of reasons, not the least of which is the fact that it stars Jack Black, looks horrible. And then the other one's Russell Mania, which is like about like a Jack Russell Terrier who like wrestles. I even, after you mentioned that, right before we went on the uh, air here, I looked up WrestleMania. I didn't even see anything about it. Russell, like R-U-S-S-E-L-L mania. Yeah, I, I, I have that in my Google search, and nothing's coming up. I think you just made that up in your head. No, I did not. I see it. Uh, we have a lot of movies uh, for the kids on, on a streaming service, and 
that is on there and uh, looks dreadful. And I, I refuse to uh, even entertain, entertain the thought of even putting it on for my children. Hmm. Let me see. Russell Mania. Russell Madness. Is that Russell Madness? Maybe that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah, Russell Madness. Uh, I'm, uh, hey, why don't you read the synopsis, Mike? Give us the synopsis here. Well, Give I'm, us just the see- I'm just seeing a, a video here with a song about Russell. Uh, is Russell Madness is the theme song, and Russell Maniac, I guess, is the theme. Um, All right, okay, I, I got it here. Ready? Yes. The synopsis. In this tail-wagging comedy uh, adventures from the creators of Air Bud and Air Buddies, a big-hearted terrier named Russell gets taken in by a family with a pro-wrestling arena. That's when they discover their new pet has incredible wrestling skills. With help from a savvy and hilarious monkey, oh. Russell rockets to the top of the sports world and discovers that the strongest tag team is family. Oh my! <laughs> in the picture, the picture yeah, is of it. a dog and a monkey. <laughs> and of course, the monkey's wearing clothes and a hat because. Oh, well, now you think of it, this actually looks tremendous. I might have to watch this. <laughs> I know uh, Brian Fury, who we've had in the podcast the past couple weeks, uh, loves a good monkey in in clothing, doing funny stuff. So he would probably watch this too. You probably get together with him and watch the Russell Madness. <laughs> But uh, that just sounds wow! Wow, that that's the future. We we should uh, pass this along to the main event podcast guys when they talk about bad wrestling movies once a month. But <laughs> <laughs> wow! See, there you go. But I've never I've never seen those movies. I, I want. We should talk about some movies that we've seen again. Um, like I'm not going to bring up like the wrestler, for example, which actually just was a tremendous movie. It was, you know, I think it stands up just in general just because it's about wrestling doesn't take it down a notch where so many of the other uh wrestling movies fall in that category of awesome right like you know awf s-o-m-e yes <laughs> i guess we should talk about no holds barred yes <laughs> uh starring of course hulk hogan as rip and zeus who uh, apparently just jumped out of the <laughs> out of the film and into the real wrestling or quote unquote real wrestling ring i think we talked about it mike you you ordered the match the movie right i did <laughs> but also i saw the movie in the theater me and three or four of my closest friends in this so john, big movie john rodeo steve king uh, <laughs> no no it wasn't am i getting warm now no, I mean I saw it with one friend who actually wasn't had nothing to do with wrestling, and you know three other people that were sitting in the same theater. But it was uh, not a lot of uh, box oh, office, <laughs> yeah, for that movie. Uh, yeah, see, I, I I never saw it at the movie theater either. I think I was probably a little young, I guess. But I don't know. I love it. <laughs> I love No Holds Barred. I think it's you know rip them. Yeah, well, Brian, not big confused with rip them. <laughs> no, no, I, I have a question for you, Brian. Sure. What's that smell? <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. I'll bring up one, Mike. We'll just get right to it now. Okay. We won't save it for the main event. All right. Ready to roll. That's the movie that I, I referenced without naming a little bit earlier on. Yes, that I have not seen. 
I will not take a look at this movie that mocks the business that I love. It does not mock pro wrestling at all. Well, it mocks the fans. The the, the fans are are borderline <laughs> mentally challenged. No, the fans get involved in the action. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was gonna say, are, are you telling me that uh, that uh, what's his name, David Arquette, does not play a mentally challenged? <laughs> I think he plays a mentally challenged person in every movie he's in. <laughs> You're confusing this with with um with, with scary movie. <laughs> uh, scream, scream, yeah. I think it's scary movie they turned his character into a special needs character. Yes, yes, but uh I, yeah, they the fans are absolutely vapid and borderline brain dead, right? I, about, that, 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 that's just what I've seen. Like I said I haven't seen the movie. The the best thing about the movie is they literally cannot decide if pro wrestling is real or if it's a work. Because they show the guys, uh, they show, uh, I think it's is it Oliver Platt, is that the actor's name? Jimmy yes. King. Yes. Jimmy King and, and Diamond Dallas Page, and they're talking over spots in the ring. And then he like turns on them and they beat him up or whatever. But then <laughs> later on, they send Bam Bam Bigelow and Sid Vicious to beat up the guy who's training Jimmy King, uh, Sal Bandini. Um, in, in the final encounter, um, they, they portray it as a real match <laughs> like, they, like these guys are really fighting and and but yet they're still doing wrestling moves so the movie cannot decide if pro wrestling is real or pro wrestling is fake and i love it <laughs> and you love it you sure i'm sure i love that movie i have probably seen it i bet you i've seen it at least 50 times uh, uh brian you're you're stock in my eyes i mean it's already like you know where it is but it's it's it's, it's sinking <laughs> fast it's a great movie mike and you should give it a chance well, is there anything else you have brian because i have a a pick here on uh well i i, I've, I have a few and these i guess are a little bit older ones but i don't know i guess it's on the cusp of being a wrestling movie but mr nanny with hulk hogan because he's an ex-pro wrestler who becomes a babysitter and they put him in a tutu. That's the only thing I really remember about it. <laughs> they do, but it was it was it was again a movie I loved. But I don't know if it's a good movie. Another one from my childhood, Mike. Body slams. Yeah, I think it's body slam singular. But yes, with M. Harry Smilak. Smirak? <laughs> no, no, no. Smile. Okay, I think I know what you're doing there. But yeah, that's what they said in the movie. Uh, Roddy Piper and and the Tonga Kid. Right, yes, and uh, lots of uh, cameos by pro wrestlers in that one. It's been so long. That one was used to be on the USA Network all the time, but I don't really have a good grasp on it, uh, whether it's really terrible in hindsight. I mean, I, I, th- I enjoyed it when I was a kid, just like probably you with Ready to Rumble. It was more in my youth that Body Slam came out and was playing all the time on cable and I I enjoyed it. Uh, <laughs> I, I enjoyed Body Slam as well. Well, I mean, you've got to already get a reputation here, so <laughs> <For> <laughs> just turning your brain off completely to watch these things. All right. Well, what do you what do you got, Mike? What do you got? Okay, let me just say again, it's been a while since I've seen this movie, but this one just I was confused and utterly shocked and dismayed by this film called grunt the wrestling movie have you ever heard of this brian 
never even heard of this. Okay. It came out in 1985. I believe myself, my friend John, rented this from a video store. Because back in those days, you went to the video store to rent movies. <laughs> and it was called Grunt. And of course, it was a wrestling movie. There was a guy putting a chin lock on another guy on the cover. Ooh, it's wrestling. We have to see this. And even then, at that tender age, uh, probably you know, mid-teens, I knew I was watching a stinker. Because, Brian, at <laughs> uh, the beginning of this movie, there are two wrestlers in the ring. One of them is called Mad Dog Joe DeCurso. And his finisher is a drop kick. But this is a special kind of drop kick, Brian. You thought Hardcore Holly did a nice drop kick? This drop kick decapitates people. <laughs> so, so in the first scene of the movie, Mad Dog Joe DeCurso drop kicks this gentleman's head right off of his shoulders. This makes me so happy. <laughs> so yes, the match ends there. They don't, they don't keep on wrestling. And this gentleman passes away. And Joe DeCurso, he, did, he doesn't go to jail for uh, the murder of this gentleman that he drop kicks in the head. What do you mean he doesn't go to jail? Well, he does go to jail. Let me just say this. He gets off from manslaughter for uh, knocking this guy's head off. But then he attacks the judge at the uh, sentencing <laughs> and, and ends up going to jail for that charge. So he almost got away with it. He almost got away <laughs> with killing a man in the ring. So uh, Mad Dog goes to the big house for seven months. And he gets out. He's depressed. The rumor is that he jumps off the Golden Gate Bridge and kills okay. himself. Jesus. <laughs> yes. But then at the same time, a new wrestler called The Mask shows up in the wrestling circuits. And people surmise that this may be Mad Dog Joe DeCurso. A lot of wrestler cameos in this one, too. Uh, Mondo Guerrero, Dan Spivey is in this one, Adrian Street, uh, a number of wrestling stars, just like Body Slam, which was uh, filmed around this same time. And I must mention that there was a scene where a female manager distracted wrestlers by flashing them <laughs> giving them the old uh, titty shot that was and uh no, as, no wonder why you like this movie as a mid-teen no no brian we're at bad wrestling movies but uh this i guess this was the one highlight yeah as, as a mid-teenager did she have nice titties <laughs> yeah they, they weren't bad at all they weren't bad at all from what i recall and it's not that like, i uh, see those in my dream every night but uh is the mask mad dog no brian it wasn't. But who is the mask, you ask? They never tell us. <laughs> Mad, okay. Dog, Mad Dog comes out at the end of the film on a motorcycle and, uh, you know, does his whole thing. And, um, yeah, they just end the movie. They just end the movie without telling us who the mask is and where was Mad Dog? Why did he was presumed dead? Where was he this whole time? No answers to those questions. <laughs> maybe he was the mask. Maybe. He, no, I know. They were in the same place at the same time. Or maybe they did a double switch. There you is that go. What you're saying? Maybe the old switcheroo. 
you never know. You never know. But <laughs> yeah, so decapitations, uh, breasts, lots of fun in Grunt, <laughs> the wrestling movie. And you can actually find this on YouTube if you want to go and look this up. The full movie is right now on YouTube. Just look up Grunt, the wrestling movie. What and, about the full Monty? Do we get the full Monty with these breasts, Michael? <laughs> well, you know, you get the upper half of the Monty. You get a half Monty. Oh, boy. But, uh, yeah, so that is my pick for worst wrestling movie. And, Brian, you have no pick because you love all wrestling movies. Oh, yeah, the, the, <laughs> all the ones I've seen, like, yeah, I've, I've, I've enjoyed them. I don't, like, again, I'm not saying they should have won an Academy Award, but I enjoyed them. All right. Well, uh, we'll let you get away with it this time, Brian. <laughs> but I don't know if the fans will let you get away with it. The listeners there. Let us know on Twitter, at the WPAN. What do we miss? We must have missed something here with the worst wrestling movies. Let us know on Twitter, at the WPAN. Facebook.com slash the WPAN. Just slide your thoughts into the comments right where this podcast is located on Facebook. And speaking of Twitter and Facebook, Brian, it is Merv Griffin time, named for your favorite episode of our favorite show. And of course, voicemails. Get your voicemails in for Monday, 401-584-9726. That's 401-584-WPAN. Give us your thoughts. The worst wrestling movie of all time. Your thoughts on our two-parter about the late Steve Bradley we've been doing over on the NAI network. And speaking of which, we've got a lot more comments about Steve Bradley. Of course, you can get in on it on Twitter, hashtag WPAN. John Harder, at the John Harder on Twitter. Uh, an old uh, friend of mine, Brian, he was a color commentator for NWA on Fire. Good to hear from John Harder. He says, tremendous episode for part one of Steve Bradley. Can't wait for part two. Yes, part two came out on Monday. I hope John gets a chance to listen to that. And John Harder also does a podcast. You can find out all about it at hardwayhq.com. Thank you, John, for checking out the episode. Hope you enjoy part two as well. Randall Keogh, at Randall Keogh on Twitter. We're talking about last week. Worst WWE debut, Brian. Uh, of course, there were so many, we couldn't get to them all. Randall says the worst debut is Kizarni. I remember his vignettes, but I barely remember anything else. Yeah, I kind of enjoyed them just because he was speaking Carney in them, and that was like kind of like a geeky thing for me because uh, you know it is the, the old school wrestling language that I was... A little privy to there, so I was enjoying those promos. But yeah, he had one match, I believe, one squash match on TV, and that was it for our friend Kizarni. And above average Muda, he is at AA Muda on Twitter. He says, I thought Kizarni was going to be the next doink, and I mean the cool evil doink <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what what it was exactly i heard that like vince just like put the kibosh on it back then I'm not sure the exact story behind kizarni uh just going away so quickly it was dumb <laughs> what are you talking about he was a, he was a carny folk uh, it was tremendous on, it, was, it was stupid <laughs> All right. Uh, DC Matthews at DC Matthews NAI on Twitter. He is, of course, from DC and Doc Talk and DDT Wrestling. Look those guys up on, you know, your favorite podcasting app. He says, 
Mordecai immediately comes to mind in terms of worst debuts. Hear me, fear me. Is that what he said? Pretty sure it was. Yeah, he was uh, quick in and out in WWE. See, some of these guys, like I, I can I know the characters, but I, I their debuts escape me. Yeah, well, he yeah he wasn't long in this world in the, the WWE. <laughs> Big Dog at Big Dog Racing on Twitter. He says, as I was typing my tweet about Doctor Isaac Yankum, you named him in the Heel Laugh Hall of Fame. Has anyone beside Glenn Jacobs had two bad debuts? I think he's talking about. Uh, Isaac Yankum and uh, Fake Diesel. Fake Diesel? Is there anything you can think of <laughs> off the top of your head, Brian? Two bad debuts, two different characters? Not off the top of my head. I could probably say uh, all of Brutus Beefcake's characters in WCW. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, Al Snow as Leaf Cassidy had a pretty terrible debut, but then he was also like Shinobi, but I don't remember Shinobi's debut, whether it was good or bad or not. He first came in as Avatar with a mask. He was Shinobi later on, but it was just basically to uh, you know do jobs. But Avatar was the actual the first gimmick he came in with, and he debuted at Monday Night Raw. And the first thing he did, he got in the ring and took his mask off. <laughs> I think his back was to the camera at the time, but he took his mask off, and I think he put it back on again. It was just perplexing. And then he went on to have a not very good uh, match. I believe it was against Brian Walsh, if I'm not mistaken, who is a New England Killer Kowalski trained guy who actually trained Maverick Wild, uh, a guy we know in New England, Brian. Brian Walsh always had great matches, but I think that one, I don't know what happened. Maybe Al Snow was nervous or whatnot. His first match on the big stage, but Avatar, yeah, that kind of uh, crashed and burned. So so maybe Al Snow. Al Snow maybe joins the Too Bad debut list. I, I love Leaf Cassidy. He was, uh, oh my God. He was a goofy uh, doofus uh, <laughs> in the new rockers with Marty Jannetty. I don't see anything wrong with, uh, with Leaf Cassidy. <laughs> the new anything is automatically bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike Mills. Mike 504 Saints. He says, I'd recommend keeping Brian Fury as a co-host. He realizes the attitude error was crap and is much more pleasant than the other guy. Hmm. You okay? Yeah, it's fine. That can be arranged if you want a new co-host, Mike. Is that a uh, threat or a promise? <laughs> well, uh, you know, hey, find somebody else that puts up with your constant schedule changes, late nights, and uh, needing to fill your fat gut. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So happy with that one, aren't you? <laughs> well, you know, I don't know. The the Attitude Era sucks so bad, but it made like the most money in wrestling history and produced two of the biggest stars in the history of pro wrestling. So, yeah, it's terrible. There was like 8 million people watching wrestling at, at that at that point and uh, more than any point in pro wrestling history, but it was terrible. I'm glad you agree. <laughs> at Main Event Swerve, our friend Space Aladdin, he says, Emelina for worst WWE debut. What was that? And he says, oh, that and Mae Young's child. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> yes, that was a, I gave uh, many props to at main event swerve for uh, the hand as the worst debut in uh, WWE history. That is a, a very good one. Okay, Steven, once again, at HHHGuy2004, we talked on this past Monday's promo about nothing about the new breed who I think will uh, somehow become a recurring 
These guys are gold. <laughs> the new breed, yes. Jim Crockett Promotions. We're doing the old stuff too, Mike Mills. I fell down a rabbit hole of the new breed. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the best like 45 minutes I've had like in the last two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the new breed. Uh, we're sure to return with more new breed stuff in the promo and nothing. I just hope we can find like a heel laugh with them somewhere along the line, so we can get them <laughs> in the heel laugh Hall of Fame too. <laughs> they may be my new favorite thing ever in wrestling. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about this past Monday on the New Age Insiders Network, part two of our discussion with Brian Fury and Alex Arion on the late. Mofo Steve Bradley. TK, the executive producer at THOG94, says another powerful cast this week. Special thanks to Brian and Alex for sharing Steve Bradley's story. Yes, uh, we couldn't have done that episode, obviously, without the help and participation uh, of Brian and especially Alex Arion. Uh, really, uh, you know, some hard stuff to listen to at times, to hard stuff to, uh, you know, to ask Alex and Brian at times, but. Uh, you know, in the end, uh, a really a moving, uh, if I may say, uh, podcast. Yeah, I think uh, obviously very tough for those for those guys to talk about that. Um, you know, I think it's a you know um, it's always tough, especially you know, and you think about the fact that both you and I are older than what Steve lived to, and it's kind of crazy and to put that in perspective. You shouldn't be doing a. I mean, I think I think for a guy his age, a career retrospective is something you should do, probably, because he would have been 42 now. But you shouldn't be doing a life retrospective. But um, I think the, you know, those guys' kind of take on it was if it could even help one person to hear that story, and you know, it was worth it was worth telling. Yeah, and uh, you know, not enough has been said about Steve Bradley. There's not enough out there uh, about Steve Bradley, and hopefully, we're helping to. Kind of get the word out about a unsung hero in the world of professional wrestling, especially here in New England. Uh, some more uh, feedback from Picture Dave. Another great episode. I guess as long as it's not Gargle lyrics, uh, Picture Dave is up for it. Um, <laughs> Glenn Abbott also said a very emotional episode. Uh, you know, thanks to Alex and Brian. And Bill Neville plugged us and said, make sure you listen to the last two episodes uh, with Steve Bradley. Thanks to Bill. I know you won't thank him, Brian, but I will. I did, I did also get some text message feedback as well from a good friend of ours, a former uh, WFA star, one half of the Metro Men. I, I, don't, I don't remember which the he was, but you know he may or may not have been a guest on this podcast oh, previously. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> His take was, we need to do more retrospectives of people's, of people's careers. Yeah, I really enjoy that kind of stuff, and I know, I know the people especially here in New England, like that stuff too. Yeah, we've done Tony Rumble, we've done Steve Bradley, and there's definitely going to be more to come there. Yeah, I mean, I think the one that obviously we know we're going to do, not quite sure exactly when yet, is is Killer Kowalski. That's, I mean, that's a no-brainer for yeah. where we came from. So He's the top of the mountain as far as I think everyone is concerned. A- anyone in New England, you know, if you've trained to wrestle – and you're from New England, it could all be linked back to Killer Kowalski, I think. And finally, uh, John Morse. I can't go without uh, talking about my friend at J-O-N-S-U-P-R-M-N. All I was going to say is I think the first meeting needs to be like videoed. Like somebody needs to record it. We'll see what we can do. He <laughs> says, can we get at Sinclair Todd for the 
WPAN meetup on Saturday so someone <laughs> can win a date with Todd Sinclair. <laughs> We're going to see what we can do with the head referee of Ring of Honor. Did you reach out, Mike? If he's listening right now, Todd, get at me, bro. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll see everybody Saturday for Ring of Honor. We'll get, get at you with those comp ticks. <laughs> yes. uh, so thank you in advance to Todd Sinclair. And thank you to everyone who's a part of Mirror of Griffin Time this week. We look forward to talking to you on Twitter. And we will bring you the best of it next week on the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on BD8Radio.com. Of course, Mike Mills hosts the Book in the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. Two podcasts a week. Sunday, it's the Smoky Mountain Wrestling Show. Jim Cornette approved, by the way. And Thursday, they're talking NWA Saturday Night, the old World Championship Wrestling Program. That's their Thursday flagship show. MikeMills.Podbean.com or any place you get podcasts. Check in the boots. Referee Tony S. Chip KCTB. They're talking a different subject out of wrestling's history every single month. That's on Sundays iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, check in the boots. And of course, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Adam and Jason, they're talking the news and wrestling every week, and they're also doing the Rundown Sit Down. Jason sits down with a different professional wrestler every week. So uh, go back, check out the Kingpin on the Rundown Sit Down, and check out the Rundown Wrestling Podcast proper every week there on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and all the usual dilly-dills for the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. And I think the Hurricane Rana is coming back. The Hurricane Rana Wrestling Podcast, 59 Media. Find them at the Hurricane Rana on Twitter for all the updates on them. All right, Brian, on this BDA bonus podcast, we have made the effort to establish a very unique, very exclusive Hall of Fame. Now, in life, as in wrestling, the number one way to tell people that you're up to no good is through laughter. I remember one late night sitting up with one Tarzan Taylor, and he told me, all it takes is that one over-exaggerated guffaw to let everyone know you're pure evil. So with that said, I am humbly submitting this week's inductee, to the wrestling podcast about nothing's Heal Laugh Hall of Fame. The time has come. <laughs> By thy power, master of the crossroads, this is a time of blood, Evo. It is I, Papa Shango. <laughs> All right, Brian, there's no denying the heel laughiness of that heel laugh. That's very powerful. Very powerful heel laugh. He forced it out of his lungs. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Papa Shango. It falls into the true definition of a heel laugh. When you have nothing of substance to say, you just tag it with that big heel laugh. <laughs> it makes up for all the other shortcomings. The Playboy is going to be terrified listening to this pro uh, this uh, excuse me this heel laugh Hall of Fame this week. Well, he was uh he was mortified as a youngster. Yeah, I might have had something to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, there's not really much to say because, as I said, it was very short. There's really no substance to it. He's yeah, it was a good solid heel promo. Finished off with a heel laugh. I wouldn't call it a solid heel promo, but it, it was made solid. What I guess. was wrong with it? But just think about that without a heel laugh at the end. If you just took out the laughter and just what he was saying, like what the hell was he saying? Something about the crossroads. He's a voodoo character. But you don't really get that, do you? From if that's his debut vignette, what do you really get out of that? I d- I don't know, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Defeat. That's what I get. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, so yeah, Papa Shango, your next heel laugh Hall of Famer. To check him out in all his glory, find the link to the video in the description of this episode, or go to the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing page on bdaradio.com. Okay, Kingpin, you're packing your bags, about to hit those highways and those byways. One more time, everyone knows, but where are you headed? All right, I am headed to Lowell, Massachusetts on both Friday and Saturday (laughs) <laughs> both Friday and Saturday night, the Lowell Memorial Auditorium. Uh, I will be a spectator on Friday night for the Ring of Honor pay-per-view, best in the world, uh, main evented by Cody Rhodes versus Christopher Daniels for the Ring of Honor World Championship. So I'm pretty sure tickets are still available and also available on traditional pay-per-view and fight TV and all that good stuff. And then Saturday, international TV taping, Mike. 6 p.m. bell time. Yours truly will be taking part. Ring of Honor Wrestling. Get your tickets. Uh, I would advise getting them directly at the box office and save yourself a few beans from buying them online. But also you can get more information and tickets if you so desire. ROHwrestling.com. All right. To book the kingpin, to fill up that calendar for our friend Brian, email brianmalonis at comcast.net or DM him on the Twitter at Brian Malonis. And for more on the wrestling podcast about nothing, and to check out BDA Radio's MMA podcast, A Man Walks Into an Arm Bar with Chad Alden and Paul St. Ammon Jr., head over to your home for MMA and wrestling talk, BDARadio.com. Also, you can find our t-shirt. Please buy our t-shirt. That'd be very nice of you. The Curtain Jerker WPAN t-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders is the best way you can support myself and Brian Malonis. ProWrestlingTees.com slash New Age Insiders. Okay, we will be back next Monday with episode 62 of the Wrestling Podcast About Nothing on the NAI Network. Then you can catch us back here for the next edition of the WPAN on BDARadio.com and the Podcast Radio Network. Once again, Brian, good luck this weekend for Ring of Honor Wrestling. Thanks, buddy. I'm uh, looking forward to it. Showing the world what uh, you and the rest of New England has known for a long time, that I'm the best uh, super heavyweight in the world. All right, and we will see you guys there as well. Everyone out there listening, find me, look for me at the Little Memorial Auditorium. We'll see you there. Until then, he is the Kingpin Brian Malonis. I'm Mike Crockett, big ups to Mucko, and thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs>